0: There's a great desire, a great enlightenment happening now where people are, are saying, I don't know how to do it, but I really need to learn how to do it. And so it's not just... I'll figure it out myself. It's no, I'm smart enough to know now I need to reach out for uh, for that leadership that you talk about. And and so to say, have I seen it in one area over the other? Well, obviously in entrepreneurship, I uh, I've seen it, but you know, I'll give the kudos to the education system now and in, in our area anyway are starting to look more in that direction also because of the fact they just don't know how to navigate. So it's a pretty bold world out there, hard to navigate it alone, and I think that's what's really starting to have people say, I need some help.
1: Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Baloo and Michael Palmer. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by ecircleacademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.
2: Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution where we are here to support you in speaking your truth, finding your freedom, and making your fortune. I'm your co-host, Nikki Ballou. And I'm your other co-host, Michael Palmer. And boy, do we have an incredible, amazing episode lined up for you today. Our guest today is a close, personal friend of mine. He is a man who, if anything, is twice as energetic as Michael and I put together. He (laughs) is the entrepreneur in residence at a phenomenal startup-based think tank in the Maritimes. He is the host of the Startup Canada podcast, and he is the creator of the Rockstar Mastermind Academy. I'm speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only,
0: the legendary Rivers Corbett. Nikki Baloo, Michael. Wow. I, I am so excited. You know, I, I, I've i had this put on my schedule for about two months now and it's like it just crept up and I woke up out of bed today. And I said, this is the day. So happy to be here, guys. Love what you're doing. It's rock star stuff all around. So really honored and privileged to be invited on your show. Thank you. Great to have you. No, truly amazing. So Rivers, you
2: are a preeminent thought leader when it comes to taking startups and making them successful, right? I mean, you're the host of the Startup Canada podcast for crying out, right? Right? And yeah, so one of my mentors and Michael's mentors, a man named Matt Church from Australia once said that an expert is someone who knows something, but a thought leader is someone who's known for knowing something. And mm. you're not just any old thought leader. You're like a preeminent thought leader. You're wow. known inside this space, right? And you did this without you know, any of the kind of uh, traditional support or hand-me-down things like a silver spoon in your mouth or having had this great big job on a major network. Tell us how you did it. Tell us your story.
0: Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that question, Nikki, and, and and the compliment. I've never been called that before, uh, and uh, I certainly it. appreciate it. <laughs> Get used to. It. Well, I appreciate it, and you know only way I appreciate it so much because it is a space I love, love, love to be in, and I'm glad that you know I'm able to to be positioned that way. Comes after years and years and years of practice in the you know on the, on the ground and being involved and being committed consistently in the journey, and you know it it, it really combines a. a uh, you know how does it start? Well, first of all, it starts in being one. In my opinion, you can't be a, a thought leader, let alone a preeminent one, unless you've actually played in the game. You see a lot of uh, quote-unquote thought leaders who have never actually been involved, but have studied a lot. You know the academia world. But you got to get your knees scraped. You got to get your elbows scraped. You got to jump off the cliff, and you got to hit rocks sometimes too. But on the other side, of course, which is where it really becomes fun is you've got to have had views from the top of the mountain. So then you know what the bottom is, you know what the top is, and you know what everything else is included with it. So I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years, all kinds of different industries, still continue to play in the world as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur, absolutely love it. But along that journey, uh, I get to watch, and I've been at this for a long time. So I was, I was around when, you know, being an entrepreneur was, what's that? That's you know my dad went my dad was an entrepreneur he went to work nobody really knew what it was and so there was to me a constant non appreciation for what the value of entrepreneurs brought to society I believe we you guys included are the most important people in society mine is moms but there wasn't that appreciation that understanding that respect and so. I dove in to that environment and said, "Well, I'm going to start taking a little bit of control for the best way I can in helping people along the way." And one of those journeys led me to become the founder of Startup Canada, and I'm pleased to say I'm one of the original founders that is still involved with the organizations and or the organization. And uh, and through that staying with them through the hard times, the fun times and uh, and you know the, the, the really adventurous times that's led me in 20 different other paths of uh, of helping entrepreneurs along the way, which includes the podcast, which includes going to fireside conference like we did. Uh, you mentioned I'm the blast. entrepreneur Resident. Yeah, it goes on and on and on. But that's really what it is. It's it's staying in. It's it's being in the game, being passionate about the game, but being consistent with the game also. I love what I'm doing, and it shows every freaking day.
2: Yeah, you, you know, you're so low energy, man. It's it's tough to yeah, be around you, Boring. dude.
0: Boring. Boring,
2: dude. Yeah. And moms and entrepreneurs, the most important people in society. That's awesome, isn't it, Michael?
1: I love it. <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, I agree with you, Rivers. The 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 understanding of most people in our country and in North America and probably around the world of business owners of entrepreneurs is very misunderstood. Little do people know that businesses, the people that are right outside our door that have a shop, whether they have a shop, whether they're a manufacturer, whether they're a distributor, whether they're a service or a tradesperson, those are the people that create all of the jobs. And those are the yep. people that keep our communities strong. And yet very few people are talking about small business, but yet right. they're, it's like our, our main artery. It, yep. it, if without that- I don't know what our country would look like. So we love Startup Canada and organizations like it. And it, I'm so happy to hear that you've, you're one of the founders. You've been able to keep it going and, and many, many, many more years, please. Yes, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm, I'm in here for the long term. And,
0: you know, I, I appreciate that reference point to the main artery. I always say to people, you know, doctors don't work for free. It all starts with the entrepreneur. The armed forces, as great as they are, will not work for free. The army that makes it all work are entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So with, you know, we have listeners, Rivers, that are mostly entrepreneurs. They're either coaches, consultants, authors, speakers. But we have a lot of entrepreneurs that leverage thought leadership to Mm -hmm. build themselves up as authorities. Where have you seen in, in your journey examples of this where people really have excelled to help draw themselves out and stand out in the market.
0: Yeah, I think it's, you know what's it's a great question Michael and I think it really it gets down to there's a fundamental shift happening in the downsizing of what we have traditionally accepted as what makes the world go around from a business perspective to this whole new world internet or whatever and so there's a great desire a great enlightenment happening now where people are, are are saying i don't know how to do it but i really need to h- learn how to do it and so it's not just i'll figure it out myself it's no i'm smart enough to know now i need to reach out for uh, for that leadership that you talk about and and so to say have i seen it in one area over the other well obviously in entrepreneurship uh, i've seen it but you know i'll give the kudos to the education system now and in, in our area anyway are starting to look more in that direction also because of the fact they just don't know how to navigate. So it's it's a pretty bold world out there, hard to navigate it alone, and I think that's what's really starting to have people say, I need some help.
2: That's powerful what you just said about hard to navigate it alone. Michael and I always say, don't do it alone. There's in fact four key elements to thought leadership, in our view at least, that we've identified, and you've nailed a couple of them really strongly. Let me just walk you through what they are. Uh, okay. and then you know, I'd like to get your comments on them. So first of all, having clarity, clarity of you know who your message is for, who your audience is, and what your message is. So that's really important to be a thought leader. Secondly, is to follow a strategy of preeminence, which is another way of saying being the best as a thought leader Mm -hmm. in your field so that people listen to you and follow you because people like following the best. Thirdly, it's obviously finding the right mentors. It's really important to have the right people guide you. And Mm -hmm. then finding the right peers to help keep you motivated when you're facing some challenging times, but also to give you the right feedback to help you... Figure out in a day what sometimes could take you a decade to figure out. So mm-hmm. what are your comments on how these four have played out inside your business and your the development of your thought leadership?
0: yeah so it's, it, it's a wonderful question and I want to start off with clarity and cl- uh, because in my opinion, that is first and foremost the uh, the number one issue you need to one, uh, understand and two, uh, I guess, respect that that's the direction that you want to take. And I know there's a messaging piece to to the, uh, the clients, but I'm talking about clarity of your journey, why you're put on earth today, why my God put me on earth is to do exactly what I'm doing right now. And that's great clarity for me. Then the clarity comes to, okay, how do I help impact people with my thought leadership, with the appropriate messaging that's important to them and that I can ultimately relate to. So to me, that's the, that's the first piece that comes out of it. The next three pieces, I, I agree, are so, 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 so critical. And where, where I can say once I've got that clarity message down, that clarity piece down, it's really understanding that the next next three are really fluid. You can't say, okay, this is who's gonna be my peers for the next 20 years. This is who's gonna be my mentors and so on. It really comes down to, no, no, these are critical pieces, but understanding that in order to continue your journey to preeminence is, and and, and stay there, by the way, it's not just, oh, hey, I've, I've, I've arrived. Now I've got to, uh, I can just kind of sit on top of the mountain. No, it's tougher to stay on the mountain than it is to get there. You have to be able to pivot and analyze as to whether or not those other three elements and i guess the clarity piece too are still relevant to your journey of being a preeminent uh, thought leader and a journey that touches your heart as well as your head so when i've been able to do that interesting enough guys things have happened magnificently that's why i love what you're doing because you get it and so it's just practice practice perfect But the, the challenge, sorry I'm rambling on, is that entrepreneurs are cursed. They're cursed with this squirrel mentality. It's the chasing the shiny light because we're just. We've so never often- done
2: that, eh, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> never.
0: It's <Never. laughs> so it's easy to, to be diverted off of this. That when it's particularly when things are good. So uh, it's practice, 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 and you know, fortunately with age, you get to learn that practice is really what makes perfection. Uh, when you're younger, you say, "Well, I can, I can, I can go do that anytime. I'll get back to it later." It doesn't work that way
1: that's right perspective changes when you, you a little later in life you realize time is is more precious yeah. than than mm-hmm. uh, early 20s and 30s like every second of the life is valuable
0: yeah so, i'm just going to touch on that for just a quick point if i could michael is please that, you know, do. i remember i remember somebody saying to me once they were talking about their boyfriend luther and they said well he's only 25 he's got lots of time ahead of him and i said i said Well, did you just get a note from God as to when he's going to die? And it was a message of no. Well, then how can you say he has lots of time? You don't know. The greatest gift God gives you, or my God gives me, is he tells me I'm going to die. The trick is he doesn't tell me when. (laughs) I think that's that's so cool.
1: That's right. You know, there was a fellow that said to me once when I was young, he said, youth is wasted on the young. And I thought, yeah. what a stupid thing to say <laughs> <laughs> when I was a youth, right? <laughs> now I'm looking yeah. back, I'm like, that guy's bang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right.
2: Truly. Truly. Yeah, I lost a close friend just uh, just just in the last couple of weeks. And uh, he's a young man, successful entrepreneur. And it was very, uh, very sudden, very tragic. And uh, I thought he'd be around uh, as long as I was around. And, and that, that means to me that... Um, you never know when your number's up. No. Nope. When the big man upstairs says you're
1: done, you're done.
0: You're done. Yep.
1: So, Rivers, you know, speaking of urgency and, and, and really making the most of every moment, right now what you're working on, what are you seeing as your highest priorities?
0: Yeah, well, obviously, you know, family ties into that. So we'll just uh, we'll take the personal side off of it and just add into the professional side of it. And to me, my biggest priority for the journey that I'm on right now is to change that statistic change that statistic that says 50% of businesses are going to fail in five years. That has been a consistent statistic for the last 20 freaking years. And there's a reason why that is. And I get it back to thought leadership. Exactly what you guys are. And I'm going to have to blow and win because it's the absolute truth. My goal is to help entrepreneurs, 80% of them succeed in five years, not 50% fail. And if I think I can keep focused on that one clear goal, then the other things come with that, including changing the narrative around why entrepreneurs are so important in society. We're all going through this tax issue right now with our national government. And I was on a uh, national panel yesterday talking about that and they were saying, well, what's the good that's coming out of it, if there's any? And I said, because the narrative is finally happening around why entrepreneurs are so important to society. Now we've got a national story happening that's galvanized from coast to coast. And so that's my main focus, my friend. If getting that statistic changed. There's always going to be failures, but I want it to be 80% success. Wow. I love that.
2: Me too. Thanks. I mean, I think we both got goosebumps simultaneously <laughs> when you were saying that. Uh, so here, here's another question. One of the things that's very powerful about thought leadership is that you can actually deliver your message and your solutions to your audience in many different ways across multiple platforms. You're a very good example of that, right? I mean, you sit on the board of Startup Canada. You're also somebody who's got uh, the podcast going on, and you're starting a mastermind. And you've got this powerful go-to-market strategy that you're doing in many different ways. What, What I want you to talk about is how you've done this and how it's helped you both build your brand as a thought leader and benefit your business.
0: Yeah, well, thank you again for that. Um, I think, you know, I, I haven't always had this opportunity to have this messaging happen the way it's happening right now, just but ultimately through trial and error, it started to happen, and then ultimately... The clarity comes in again, and I just love that you have mentioned that. So, so where does it really take off? I think that's really where the message, where the where, the, uh, where the where really the value for your listeners comes into play. One is pick three kinds of messaging, three messages, whatever you want to go. You know, don't try to be the proverbial Tasmanian devil and gobble up everything in your way. Pick your lane, pick your space, pick your consistent messaging you want to convey and stick with that. And in my opinion, that's three consistent messages that you need to do. The other thing that I've been, <laughs> I'm no longer a youth, but I still consider myself young is that I've learned that what I, I, I know what I don't know and what I don't know what to do is digital marketing strategy as an example. And so I reach out to the experts and there's, by the way, there's lots of free experts out there. This is not about a money thing. This is about building a team around you that can deliver what it is that you want to deliver. I'm a big Patriots fan, huge Patriots fan, bigger Tom Brady fan, but he doesn't catch the ball. He doesn't kick the ball, but he surrounds himself with the players on his team to ultimately deliver the excellence of consistency in what it is that he does. And that's what, when, when I started to make that pivot, that, that, that climb up the mountain of connection with the message in the audience, that's what I started to do. That's powerful.
2: That's powerful. Thanks. So Rivers, our listener listening to you, they're an aspiring thought leader, right? Or they may mm-hmm. be an actual thought leader or, or an entrepreneur, as Michael said. And they listen to this because they want your wisdom. They want to know how they can apply your wisdom to their business so they can get the outcomes they want for themselves. Usually that includes more money. That includes a bigger impact. What are the top three expert action steps that you recommend they take so they can improve their thinking, their thought leadership, and their business?
0: Wow. Okay. So number one is they have to remember that their business, their life, uh, their friendships, relationships is it's a dating game. And, And when the most powerful time in a date is at the beginning stage, which is the honeymoon stage. And why is the honeymoon stage so powerful? Because it's always about learning and giving to the other person. It's always that way. How do I make that person happy? Smile? laugh, uh, you know, want to hang out with me, all those things. That's what it's all about. And my, so my first piece is that never forget you're in the dating game, first of all. And second of all, do everything you can to remain in the honeymoon stage of your business. So critically, critically, critically important. The second one is, and we alluded to already, is that business life is a team sport. It's not going to work alone. So understand that right from the very beginning, stick to what you're good at and that you like to do. When I went into school or when I was big in business in my earlier years, oh, you, you're not good at accounting. We'll send you on an accounting course. Well, F that. That's not how it works. That's not the joy of life. No surround yourself with people that do the things that you don't want to do and they're good at. And there's ways in which you can do it from a a cheap perspective. The second thing or the third thing, and not necessarily is it the number three, it actually should be number one, is that ultimately this is a, this life is a journey of mindset and this ties back into thought leadership and so on. It's all, you know, we look after ourselves so much with our bodies. But do we really put the time and attention into nurturing that brain, those thoughts that go into our life? I was listening to something on Wayne Dyer this morning coming in, and it's just yeah, yeah. And I do that every day because, because the mind thoughts are just as equally as important as the physical being. So those are the three things. If you're not doing that, that's uh, that's not going to work in your life. And I'm going to add one more in there as a bonus if I can. Absolutely. You gotta zag when everybody else zags. You can't do what everybody else is doing to live, in my opinion, a fulfilled life. And so if you're zagging, then I guarantee you you will, I I guarantee this, if you take a zagging mentality to the way you approach your life, personally, professionally, or whatever, you will have such an amazing, amazing life, things you will be exposed to. And when I started doing that about 10 years ago, the people I've met, the journeys have been, It's why I'm here today talking to you, rock stars, is because I chose the Zag route and it's led me to these amazing journeys.
2: Wow, I love it, (laughs) Zag when everybody else is zigging. I gotta tell you, no one else has ever said that on the podcast, that's fantastic. You have this absolutely fantastic Rockstar Mastermind and Rockstar Mastermind Academy. And I got to say, having been in a couple of conferences and events with some uh, on-the-spot masterminds with you, the opportunity to be on a mastermind with you is something that if you're listening to this podcast, you're going to want to take. So, Rivers, tell, tell the listener about these programs and how they can partake in them.
0: Yeah, so thanks very much, Nikki, for allowing me the opportunity to a little self-promotion. I'm very proud of this program that my business partner and I, Josh, are putting together. Um, and it's really about uh, really about working with those individuals that are that are that are in business or wanting to get started in business. Say between you know, they might be losing money, but they're no making no more than two hundred fifty thousand. They're just having a hard time climbing that mountain because they don't have the clarity, they don't have the catches. they don't have the team. And the other thing is they can't afford coaching at $2,000, $3,000 per month. And so what we're doing is building a rock star band. And when you think of the journey of the rock star band, well, it's exactly the same as the journey of the entrepreneur, playing in pubs, late nights, no money all those things ultimately to get to the point where you've got thousands of customers paying ticket buying tickets to come and hear you sing that's where we want to help this group of individuals get to working together hand in hand yes there's accountability yes there's coaching tons of fun and here's what's going to happen josh and i are actually starting a business also we're actually restarting another one together and we're going to put our money our time with the team also. It's not just going to be about coaching, but we're going to show by example about how we're growing our own business. So bring that all together. Just taking 100 people, that's all we're looking for is 100 founders to join us on this uh, initial piece. And it'll be an epic journey of great results for everybody, both personally and professionally. And so you can join us at the the therockstarmastermind.com or therockstaracademy.co. One of those two will get you to us, and uh, we'd be pleased to have a conversation. But it's all team. It's all about mindset. It's all about accountability. All the things you guys talk about specifically for entrepreneurs in that space.
2: That's amazing. Uh, We'll make sure that we include those in the show notes. Michael's a really big fan of bands. He studies bands, so I'm sure he really liked the analogy
0: about rock stars.
1: What's your favorite band, Michael? Yeah, I have so many. I mean, uh, it, it would. It, it, I can't give you an answer. <laughs> I just, okay, I, and it's not so much the music. It's more seen. the, actually, Rivers, it's not so much the music. I mean, I love Tom Petty. I love the Eagles. I absolutely love the Eagles, just their whole story and background. And really, I just, I enjoy the story of watching like you said, the journey that these people go through it 's you know decades sometimes before they even yes. get any kind of resemblance of success, yeah, and yet they keep going they 're doing yeah. it because they love what they do and they 're passionate about it, and they keep moving forward, keep reinventing themselves, so I just love yep. that in, the inspirational story of, of watching cool. bands through through their history
2: that 's got to be our cool. third or fourth book we 're going to write michael is uh, study so, something around How to base your thought leadership on the story of bands? (laughs) Something like that. It should be an interesting deal. Yeah, you know what? It's just
1: gotta get gotta gotta do it. It's it's, but it's a great message, Rivers, and and for our, our our listener, right? Is that. Every single thing that you do, whether it's a blog post, a video, a YouTube live, uh, sitting on a a, a town hall, uh, getting on a podcast like this, every single opportunity is just getting your music out to the world. Mm -hmm. And your music might be the things you sell, your music might be your thoughts, your, your approach to different business challenges or life challenges, whatever it is every single opportunity is just like Rivers you're saying, is that that getting up in the pub and you never know who's in there, what life you're going to change, what difference uh-huh. you're going to make when you're doing it.
0: You know, as part of the reference to that, I became exposed or given the opportunity to be a founding board, board member startup candidate because Victoria's boyfriend Cyprian knew my sister and they were talking in a coffee shop. And six months later, I was asked to be on the board and the rest is history, right? So you're right. You never know, my friend. I love that you referenced that. No, it's,
2: it's, it's rock star, And so, mm. Thank you for those amazing expert action steps. Thank you for letting the folks know about uh, Rockstar Academy and Rockstar Academy Mastermind. And if you're listening to this podcast and you are serious and you want to know if you have a message that would resonate in the marketplace with a particular audience and you want to find out how much your expertise is actually worth in the marketplace? Then let's jump on a call and find out if you could be the rivers corbett of your space. Do you believe in your message enough not to let the doubt silence your voice? Are you gonna let the inner chattering monkey silence that voice that's been dying to come out? Don't let that happen. Let your voice be heard. Let's jump on a call and see if you could be the rivers corbett of your niche. The way to do that is to go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. That's ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Go in there, find a time that works for you and myself or a member of, uh, of our team. We'll be delighted to jump on a call with you and help you get clear about how much your message is worth in the marketplace and how to commercialize it. Rivers, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been awesome having you here, my friend.
0: Back at you two guys. You keep doing what you're doing and I'll keep doing what I'm doing and let's pour my band together.
1: Sounds great. (laughs) Awesome. Beautiful. That wraps another episode of the Thought Leader Revolution podcast. To learn more about today's awesome guest, you can go to thethoughtleaderrevolution.com as well. You'll find all sorts of free business building resources. Until next time, goodbye.